When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh yeah, we have a Super Bowl. It's a repeat of one from four years ago. Welcome to the show, everybody. January 29th, Monday. Michael K. Don LaGreca, Peter Rosenberg with you until 6.30. Yeah. It'll be the Chiefs against... Uh. The 49ers. Uh, ugh. Could have been different. It wasn't. Could have been. Should've you know been. what? Would have been. Shame of, first of all, shame on me and Peter. Yep. Shame on us. Yep. I, I even said on Friday I'd be beating myself up. I, I I knew I had to make up ground on Don. And I said, you know, let, let's let's say the Chiefs are gonna lose. Let, let, let me say let me take what what an idiot. What a moron. I, I picked against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Idiot, <sighs> and I expected uh, Lamar Jackson to play play well in a, in a big game. Didn't that's happen. The, that's the thing that's got to irritate you. Oh, so irritating! Because you know we could say all we want about Patrick Mahomes, and he's great, and he certainly is. But they won a championship game, scoring seventeen points and zero in the second half. That should be good enough to win. If I told you going into the game, the Chiefs would be held to seventeen points, all of them in the first half. What percentage chance would you give the Chiefs winning that football? It's it's a fair point. In other words, you're saying we should be saying I'd do it again? I wouldn't. See, unlike Don, I would not <laughs> yeah, do it again. I'm with you. I, I learned my lesson. I'm a moron. How could I have ever picked against the Chiefs? You know why, wow. I'm, you know why I'm most annoyed, Michael? Tell me why. All week, I said too many points for the Chiefs. If it was under three, I'd like the Ravens, but it's over three, so I like the Chiefs. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. We, we, get, we get through our Fortinbaugh segment, and I just was like, what am I doing? The Ravens are winning this one big. The, Chief, the Chiefs are done. And I changed my pick on the Friday. I deserve to lose it. I wouldn't do it again either. I'm sick. And and I, I fell victim. Okay, Thune was out, and he's so important to them. And they just plugged in somebody else who did a good job. Gay is out. Who's going to be the guy who uh, who actually uh, mirrors uh, Lamar? They found somebody else. Spagnuolo's a great defensive coordinator. He, he comes up with plans to stop people. And I fell victim to it. I fell victim to the injuries. It's stupid. And I feel dumb. And I felt, feel lesser for it. And now I've got to have the ultimate humiliation of, of growing a pusick. It's just disgusting. So when was the last time he shaved? Well, I'm going to be on a hot stove tomorrow, oh, so it's got to be... It's, it's got, always something. It it's really gotta, is. It's got to be a, a sweet spot to start it. It's never going to happen. Don't you worry Wait, wait. It. I thought you were already starting it. No, I shaved last week. It it, looked, it, I, Peter, I, I, it's I not going to happen. Because 
All right, he had to shave because he's going on the Why hot stove. do you have to shave for hot stove? Because yeah. uh, uh, I'm going to be on TV on Yes. But they know. But you're on Yes every... It's not, I mean, no offense, it's not the Grammys. Like, it's, 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 it's a hot stove. better than the Grammys. It's a hot stove show. Yeah, I know. It's on Yes. So this, we, is a, this is an organization that doesn't let their players grow hair. You think they want their announcer with we're, music? We're, but we're on Yes every day. Yeah, but exactly. But this is different. They're, they're eavesdropping mm. on a radio show. Uh, Ray Rowe. Well, all so, I'm saying is it's not going to happen. See, There's going to be too many times he's going to have to shave Peter. And his hair does not come in quick like mine does. I can, well, you think I, you're more of, the, more of a man than me? Is that what you're saying? I don't know why you took it that way. It sounds like you're a little sensitive, a little defensive about it. A little it. defensive. All a little I'm just bit. saying is that I grow hair faster than you. If I shave by if I shave tomorrow, I'll have a, a, a five o'clock shadow by Friday. Because you're an ape. <laughs> Whatever. The point is, it takes you a long time. Your hair is going to come in gray and white, so people aren't going to notice it on TV right away anyway. There's going to be a hot stove, Peter. There's going to be some appearance There's only during one spring. more hot stove after they this. They say and then that. I am not and on then, camera on Yes. Right. Then they get Bellinger, and there's going to be a big pre- I got. I got. I got to shave because we're getting Bellinger. So we're going to. I got to shave. Yeah, where then. is this coming from that they're getting Bellinger? I'm just saying it's coming from someplace, and I'm just. And I'm not even. I'm not even going by that. I'm just going by. They'll sign somebody, and there's going to be a dog and pony show that you're going to have to host. They're going to have to shave there. They're going to need you on, you know, sports money. You're going to have to shave there. Why would I be? Israeli basketball money? today is going to do a case feature. Shave then. What would you mind if I put a merkin on my? I, I, I just, I just. Why do I have a feeling, Peter, that by the time we get to baseball season, mm-hmm. he will have not paid this bet off? It, it, it's it's off to a rough start. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you the about fact, it. But he shaved today for a hot. St- Nobody would have noticed. But I yes, they would have noticed. Whenever also, he says it's my he birthday, didn't I don't want to go. I don't want. I don't want oh, to celebrate my sixty third year with a merkin. Well, then don't. Then don't lose the bet. I didn't want to. Well, all these things need to be factored in, Michael. It wasn't like you knew, you thought you were winning this thing the last twelve weeks. It was basically in play that it was going to be between me and you on who was going to have to have the Pusick. And by the way, for people, and, and I think this is important to point out because not everybody consumes the show on yes, right? On, on social that, media, that yeah. the Pusick is basically like an Abraham Lincoln. Um, beard it just it's a on the chin without, it's, yeah, it's a well it's a literal a, goatee see people always make the mistake that when you have the mustache it's a goatee but it's not a literal goatee because it's not really on the chin it's below the chin a goatee goes from the lip down around the yeah, bottom it, of the really, it, it, honestly it's the most unusual looking thing the, i've ever seen the um the pusick is the best way to describe it yeah it, it, it deserves a, a word like pusic. Right, pew. It, yeah, I, right. <laughs> Anthony, have you, have you ever dealt with this? Like, you remember yeah, the, like when I was in first grade, yeah, right. they, well, toddlers. Welcome they, to our humor. Wait, they said pew, you would catch a pew and sick? Yeah, you're not original. Yeah. Because well, you had a pusic when you were in first grade? No, no, no. No, this no. Is, that's my last name. It's so that's how we're breaking said. down the name into two words: well, you remember, pew and sick. Well, it's like that episode of Seinfeld where George breaks down manure, <laughs> and he's like, you know, it's not that bad a word. It's got ma and it's got newer. Those are both good things. <laughs> and Anthony says the opposite. Music has pew and sick. Right. Pusic on its own is a tremendous human being, professional, grade A, oh, grade A man too. But you take it or separate. It's tough. <laughs> All right. So l- l- let me get back to that game for a second. Do Something it. that's sickening me. All right. So Zay Flowers is an unbelievable receiver. And, and I, I'm glad it happened because the more you allow this kind of behavior in football, it is going to rise up and bite you. And it bit the Ravens. You can actually say that what Zay Flowers did 
with the taunting and then the the ignominious fumble going into the end zone cost them the game. He probably doesn't fumble if he doesn't get caught. How do you celebrate like that when you're down in the game? Because these guys are not taught to behave like professionals throughout the year. What, coaches don't think it's going to come up and bite them? How do they not know not to do that? How do they not know? And then he's crying on the sideline. Really? You thought it was a good idea to be preening over the, over the defender? You really thought that was a great idea? You deserve everything that you got, and so does John Harbaugh. He didn't stop his players from doing that all year because they think, oh, I'll lose the player if I stop them from celebrating. Nobody's saying don't celebrate. But if you're down in a game and you make a catch, you didn't even score, who are you to be standing here pounding your chest over a defender? It was a proper call, and then karma being what it is, the guy that he did that over, Snead, punched the ball out, and it was it was a fumble, I think, that cost the Ravens any chance to win the game. They were disgraceful, and that was a disgraceful thing for Flowers to do. How do you how do you reconcile that? How do you reconcile that if you if you're the Ravens? Maybe next year you teach you guys you can't do that. Well, because we're and we'll get we'll get into Dan Campbell and. Uh those decisions when we talk about the next game. But it almost seems like, well, that's who I am. I, I, I celebrate. I love the game. That's, that's just who I am. Like, like being undisciplined now is an excuse because it's who you are. And I like the fact when Snee got up after he got pushed and had the ball in his face, he Push. just got as if to say, well, no, I'll get mine. Don't worry about oh, it. He didn't Have even... your fun. Don't worry. He did not even react. Yeah. He did not react. Michael, the fact that he was the one who punched the ball oh. out, it almost makes you think, you, you don't even know, there's a chance that he had an extra tiny bit of effort just because <laughs> he was angry. See, that's what I would always ask these guys. What is the benefit of doing that? I know in the moment it might feel cool, but like, what's your end game? All athletes have their end game. Like you do, you work hard, You the, the way you eat. I think they become ner- more famous. They so is that that's it that you'd rather become more famous than just do your job in the ultimate sport where probably 50 million people are watching you and if you just do it the right way score a touchdown win the game you'll become famous but down you make a catch and you got to do that to try to get your fandom I mean think about it your uh, your fame that play this play that Sneed makes afterwards to to punch the ball out before the end zone Michael that's a play where if you were just a quarter of a second behind, that ball crosses the goal line, you don't get it. You never know. You needed to give a guy a little bit of extra more motivation. And also, can you explain to me, it wasn't fourth down. Why are guys reaching out where the ball could be punched out? Why are they doing that? Just live to tell another down. What are you doing? Well, people are trying to. People always want to cross the goal line. I, I, I understand it. So on fourth down, I understand you sell out. But if it's not fourth down, what are you doing? It's it's a risky play. I mean, I do feel like it happens more than ever now. It's like this this feeling if I just reach out and get it over the goal line. But you're right. And, and, awesome. and believe me, I am not sitting here being the old guy. You want to celebrate, celebrate. I hate the first down thing. As I said last week, I would break a guy's arm and suffer the penalty. But I understand. Okay, you're going to do that. You just did something good. You shouldn't do it if you're ever down. But to do that, that's not celebration. That is rubbing it in an opponent's face. Yeah. But the NFL wants these guys to be themselves. And you know what? It cost you 15 yards, and it probably cost you the game. And can we finally put to bed... There is no comparison between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. And until Lamar Jackson steps up and has a big game in a big spot, stop. 
They had to sneak by the Texans, too. They played them 10-10 in the first half, and then they well, finally woke is, up in the second half. Just missed too many passes. That just became like the theme of the game, like him just frustrated with himself because he missed wide-open receivers. He was just off. Now, there's no question he's exceptionally talented, and he throws better than he did earlier in his career, and he's probably going to win a second MVP award. But if you want to win a championship, quarterbacks win championships with their arm and their accuracy. Think of all the great scrambling quarterbacks. Did they ever win? Or the ones that could throw the ball. Patrick Mahomes has tremendous ability to run. But what ultimately wins him the game at the end of the day? His arm. You've got to be able to do it with your arm, Michael. you got to hit these receivers. That threat still has to be it. You can run till the cows come home. You've got to be able to throw the football incredibly well to be able to win in this league. All right, so the Chiefs are in for the AFC. Uh, Their run, this is dynastic what they're doing now. It's amazing how good they are. Now let's go to the NFC game. The the Lions had the game won at at the half. And and this has been dissected over and over and over again since all the morning shows on TV and everything on radio as well. The thing I don't understand about Campbell not going for the field goal to match the field goal that the the 49ers had to start the half. Right. Even the analytics are like a, a, a toss of the coin. It is not something so clear-cut that you have to go for it. It's that close. Don't you read the room? Don't you read the momentum shifting? The, the, the move there, you put points on the board. And, and people are, well, the, you know, you, you got to celebrate the fact that's what, that's what he did to get them there. Well, you know what? These were not games to get you into the Super Bowl. Each game has a different weight attached to it. Well, what are you doing? You got to stop momentum. That was a moronic play by Dan Campbell. And you can't lean on the fact, well, that's what he does. Well, it's not smart. It's not a smart thing right. that he did. It's just, it's so frustrating, these analytics. And then I get inundated with people on Twitter telling me all these percentage. Read the room. If I'm the 49ers and I'm getting my head handed to me, I can't stop you. I'm down two touchdowns in my own building in the third quarter. You are driving for more points. I'm actually hoping you go for it on fourth down so I have some ability to try to climb back into this game because the game is played not on paper. The game is not played in on a computer. It's not played by math. It's played by the emotion of the moment. You're telling me the 49ers didn't get something from stopping them on fourth and two? And then they march right down the field and score. So instead of being down 17, they're now down seven with all the momentum. And then once the fumble happened, game was over. Because now, now it's a boulder rolling down the hill, and there's no way the Lions can stop it. And it all started because you had to go for it on fourth down. Kick the field goal, go up three scores. I'll, I'll. And even if you miss the field goal, Peter... Yeah, the 49ers would gain some momentum, but it's not like they stopped you. A missed field goal is on you. Now, if they block the field goal, it's a different story. But still, mentally, the defense is like, boy, we dodged a bullet there. But when you stop them on fourth down, even though it was a catchable pass, you still walk off the field. We stop them. And then the offense wants to come out and thank you for the stop by doing something special to support you. And that's what they did. Go up by three scores. And then you. And then the other thing I hear is, well, hey, wait a minute. He's aggressive. So all of a sudden, you're telling him not to be aggressive? That is the line. It's you live by the sword, you die by the sword. He's got to do it. Then why did he take the points at the end of the half? If he's all about all gas, no break, 
He had a Great chance to point. go up 21 points at Great. the That's end it. of the quarter. That's but it. But he decided, I'm going to take the, the smart move, kick the field goal. But if it's all gas, no break, we chew knees off, then why not go for it on fourth and goal at the three and put put the stake in him? That's no, it. He did the right thing. So there's not even any consistency in the aggression. Well, and also, let's, point let's, t- let's talk about uh, not just that fourth down call. Let's talk about the drive at the end of the game. You got three timeouts that it's imperative that you keep all three in your pocket, and then you run on third down? Made no sense. The clock management was horrendous. And one other thing, people don't want to hear it because the Lions became the darlings of the of this country, and everybody wanted to see them get to a championship game for the first time since 1957. But you know what? They choked. They kept yeah. dropping passes. They oh. choked. Get Jared Goff didn't choke. His I, receivers choked. I, 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 that's another. All day I kept thinking. This poor guy. Everyone said, Goff's not going to be good on the road. It's too big a spot for Goff. And then late in the game, all the drops that you know when they start happening are the drops that happen when you lose. Between that and bad coaching, I really feel for Jared Goff. He didn't do anything wrong yesterday. That was a winnable, winnable game. And Don really may have won point, God, because it's so true. If, If you're really like... Our attitude is we keep going. Why wouldn't you want to go up 28-7 going into the half? That would have been backbreaking. Honestly, they probably felt a slight win. Oh, we held them to the three. Just do it. You should just keep doing it. Otherwise, Michael, they did it a third time. Even at the end of the game. Yep. Let's just be honest. Guys, there's two minutes left. You have three timeouts in your pocket. You know what I do? I pull up for a field goal. Yeah. I cut it to seven and kick it deep. Let's play the game out. Instead, not only do they go for the score, they run on third down, so you have to burn the uh, timeout. Now you have to go to an onside kick, two for 41 for a season. It, guys, the onside kick now is basically the equivalent of heaving a ball from the other end of the basketball court. It doesn't happen. It's not a real shot. The shot is to kick it deep with your timeouts, and because of stupid play calling, and, and quote unquote aggressiveness, and then they're just they're just lucky, and so are Detroit betters that they happen to pick it up on fourth down to cut it to three. Yeah, but it Vegas, meant- Vegas's head must have exploded because the only thing to do there is to kick the field goal and try to get the ball back. But the, the argument is, well, you're that close, you got to get a, you got to get a touchdown at some point. But anyway. you need, but the time's the most valuable thing right. on the board. Time is your big right. opponent at that point. And I yeah. love and I love when because you'll hear. This brought up, too, that the, the distance dictates. So you said they're so close, but we know how hard it is to be able to score touchdowns in the red zone because there's less room to defend. So really, the distance to the end zone shouldn't matter. Take the points, make it a one-score game. That's all you're concerned with. And the same argument, well, well, go for it on fourth and two. It's so close. Peter, it's fourth and three the second time, but it's so close. Does it matter if it's that close if you're throwing on fourth down? Like, if you're throwing it on fourth down, does it matter if it's fourth and two, fourth and five? Most completions go beyond three, four yards. It should only be, you only should care about the distance if you're going to run the ball on fourth down. And, And when you went to it on fourth down, right? After the, the 49ers had kicked the field goal, if you come back and put a field goal on the board, you've taken the starch out. You've taken the starch out. We answered you. Yeah, that's We're still the thing. up by this. And instead, they gave the ball back. And listen, Fortune played a role in this, too. Ayuk making that catch off the, 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 the helmet of the, of the defender. I mean, that's gigantic. It doesn't happen. Um, you know, probably eight times out of ten, it doesn't happen. So fortune was on their side. But I'm not throwing any roses at the, the 49ers. They could have lost last week. They could have lost this week. And I'm not backing off what I said last week, too, because a lot of people on our, our network are saying this. You know, I was wrong about Brock Purdy is an average quarterback. 
with great talent around him. I'm sorry. He is not a dynamic guy. He made some great runs, and I think they were really, really electric runs that helped help them win the game. But you can't tell me that he has anywhere near the talent of the quarterbacks that were in that Final Four yesterday. He's just not that guy. He's he's a smart quarterback. He doesn't make that many mistakes. His passes are not great. He doesn't have a great arm. He does have some maneuverability to run, but that's not a great quarterback. I'm sorry, it's not. I mean, how, how are you picking against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl? How? How are you doing that? You can't. I, I, I can't. And, and then the world thinks that, too, Michael. Did you see? The spread went from like two and a half at the open. It's down to one. Crazy. Absolute crazy. And again, 49ers could have lost last week. Well, that's the thing. Listen, I've been on the 49ers bandwagon all year. I thought they were the best team in football outside of those three losses in a row when everybody was hurt. But then you see the way they could have easily lost to Green Bay, should have lost to the Lions, and now I'm supposed to believe after two weeks that you're going to beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? I guess anything can happen, but still. And you know a guy who doesn't get enough credit is Spagnolo. I mean, the guy just designs great defensive schemes to stop people. Lamar Jackson is going to run away with the MVP, and he made him look like an amateur. He, he looked like a, an inexperienced amateur. It, 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 was, it was a tough day for the aggressive pro-Lamar Jackson crowd, the Lamar does nothing wrong, how dare you doubt him crowd. Like, I, I hadn't even considered this as a possibility. When I was thinking about it's going to be the big Lamar Jackson middle finger bowl, I didn't think, guys, that there was a possibility he would lay an egg in this spot. And by the way, how dare people say things about Josh Allen, who who made the Chiefs defense look pedestrian for most of that game last week. That defense completely shut down Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. And this is a defense without Gay. And they still couldn't do anything against them. My goodness, how, how like, uh, like just pathetic they looked. Anemic. Inept. It's, it was, it, that was, by the way, a lot of people had different picks on that game. Did you hear anyone say incredibly low scoring and just the Chiefs getting points? Like, I didn't hear anyone think Baltimore scoring 10 points yesterday. And that, Peter, as as great as we think Mahomes is, and we all do, shut down in the second half. I'm not blaming Baltimore's defense. I'm sorry. No. It was all on the offense. Yeah, I, I saw that yesterday. Ryan Clark yesterday anointed Patrick Mahomes the greatest of all time. I, we, I've never seen better. He's the greatest we've ever seen. By the way, that may very well turn out to be true. Six years, six AFC championships. He's going for his third Super Bowl already. It, it, it could be a conversation. But is, after yesterday, is that the takeaway? I mean, 30 of 39 in a huge spot is super oh, impressive. Yeah. But they put up 17 points. That, that, that offense should not have won the game. 17 points should not be enough to be able to win on the road in a championship game. That's why you're kicking yourself if you're Baltimore. Uh, you, are you guys curious to hear the Dan Campbell explanation? Yeah, when we get back, why don't we do that? I like that. All right. It's the final week of Superbox Bonanza 5, and your last chance to get your box for the big game. All qualifiers will get a $25 Fanatics gift card and a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Listen mornings at DPHO in Rothenburg and afternoons to Barton Hahn and the Michael K. Show. This year's big game payouts are $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge come get some. For full contest details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. 
It's also game time, brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Both local basketball teams take the floor tonight. The Knicks are in Charlotte to face the Hornets with coverage immediately following us right here on 98.7 ESPN. And some good news, too. We'll get into it a little bit later on. But Julius Randle looks like he's going to be out a couple of weeks, not the whole year. So that is gigantic news for the Knicks. And the Nets host the Jazz with tip-off at 7.30. And Ben Simmons is back. Shocking. That's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. We'll come back with your phone calls on a big weekend in football when I'm getting ready for a game. I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and obviously, you know that I love Bigelow Tea. It's that, that good. And of course, that mug of Bigelow Tea, it's usually Bigelow Earl Grey for me with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition. Even when the game goes into extra innings, I refuse to settle and neither should you. So no matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow Tea, take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow Tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow Tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts.
Peter said that we uh, are going to hear from Dan Campbell on his excuse or reasoning behind going for it on that fourth down. What do you have, Peter? Here's Dan. I just felt really good about us converting, getting our momentum, and not letting them play long ball. You know, they were bleeding the clock out. That's what they do. And I wanted to get the upper hand back. It's easy hindsight, and I get it, you know. I get that. But I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. Because, you know, they didn't. we didn't come through. We wasn't able to, to work out. But I just, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. And that's part of the gig, man. But this didn't work out. Bleeding the clock, who cares? You were up. If they were bleeding the clock, that benefits you. You yeah, were by 17 points and 14 at the time. What? He's a nice guy. I mean, but just, that was reckless. That's, he's more than a nice guy. I think he's a really good coach. I think he he really has taken this team to where they are. Yeah. And I think that um, if you saw like there was a video of him, he was very honest with the team afterwards. You know, you may never get another shot at this. I, I like hearing people be honest and direct. I like seeing him walk out with his arm around Teddy Bridgewater, who announced it'll be his last season like he does a lot of things you like as a coach but he's just got to know time and place you got to be able to pull back in the right spots even don if you were aggressive all season long you're sniffing the super bowl it's worked everything you've done has worked you have to be smart enough to use your methods when they're working but in a spot that requires something different it's, you change it I, up. I really think that you know there's so much to coaching now having to deal with players who have a lot more power than they used to having to put together schedules and put together game plans. There's a lot that goes into being a coach, and Dan Campbell's an incredible coach to take this franchise and have them that close to going to a Super Bowl when that just doesn't happen with the Detroit Lions is commendable. But another aspect of being a coach is being able to make in-game decisions. And I'm just wondering, guys, if the analytics now have now make have dumbed that down to the point where it's a lost talent of getting a feel for the game. He answered that question, Michael, the same way we feel like we get answers from Robert Sala every week or if we hear from Brian Dable after games where it's like, boy, it, it doesn't sound, doesn't make any sense. Is somebody just in his ear telling him, we have to go for it because that's the percentages, so let's do it. And now and he doesn't want to say that because he doesn't want to make it seem like he doesn't have control of the game. But Michael, it just sounded like a bunch of excuse making, bleeding the clock. You would have had, if he makes the field goal, have a 17 point lead. They wouldn't be able to bleed the clock. It would take three possessions for them to tie or win the game. Like, now, I, I don't get it. My favorite comedian, I mean, from out of the mouths of somebody you don't expect, Bill Burr last night tweeted this out. I don't know if you saw this. What do analytics say about the momentum shift of not kicking a field goal, going forward on fourth down and turning the ball over versus the upside of making the first down? There's there's different layers to like going. Okay, we think you should go for it, but what happens to the game if you don't get it though? I mean, is that factor? What happens to the game when you don't get it, and all of the momentum shifts back to the other team? See, all these analytic guys will tell you: here's the percentage if he makes the field goal. Here's the percentage if he gets the fourth down. Are they just inverted the stats? What, here's what it is if he misses the field goal. Here's what it is if he doesn't get the fourth down. Is it the, is it just inverted, or do the do the stats change? I would think they would change because of that momentum factor. I'm sorry, stopping a team on fourth down. You know, as a fan, you jump out of your seat. It's a big deal. Now, missing a field goal is a big deal too. 
but you really feel like you accomplish something if you stop one somebody on fourth down and all the momentum you mentioned it earlier Michael kicking the field goal matches the field goal that the 49ers had gotten earlier in the second half so here we are midway through the third quarter and the 49ers are like we just can't we can't gain anything here we got a quarter and a half to go and we're still down 17. They're going to change their game plan now. They they can't just continue to do what they do because they've got to score pretty much on maybe all their possessions the rest of the way to expect to win the game. And then from the defensive perspective, is they give up more points. They're still scoring on us. Didn't Dan Campbell say before the game it's a race to 30? Well, uh, is a part of points. getting to 30 is to try to get the 3 to get to 27? It, it it just it, it's mind boggling to me. I just the whole the two things that drive me crazy. Well, he's an aggressive guy. Well, then explain the end of the second quarter. Well, well, at the end, these are the numbers. What do numbers have anything to do with football? Now we're going to make it into baseball where it's all played on paper. That there isn't emotion, there isn't desire. Peter brought up the, a great comp with Snead on the in the Kansas City game. Maybe that fraction of an inch came from the fact that he was ticked off on the play before. I don't know. But you're trying to get these guys to run through walls. The big uh, Newt Rockney speech. Go win one for the Gipper. That football is supposed to be about that inch that you gain from just wanting it it's more a game of inches, or the Don. desire. I know it's from a hokey, stupid movie, Any Given Sunday. But that the, the Al Pacino, that one inch, fighting for that one inch. That's what this game is about. And how do you do that? It comes from desire, from the gut, the want to. That comes from having a ball thrown in your face. That comes from coming up with a big fourth down to get the ball back for your offense. Take these numbers and stick them. Because they're usually done by people who have never played the game. Have zero feel for the game. Let's go to Scott in Manhattan. Scott. Wow, man. That was flax poetically. You need to go on TV with that one. <laughs> I just was. <laughs> yeah, but listen, man. Like you said, the, the Lamar thing, you know, you know pathetic. Uh, spot. And like I said, golf had nothing to do bit terrible. I just wanted to say this. I was rooting for Detroit because I had a co-worker of mine who was in my department who passed away a couple of years ago and he was a big Detroit fan so I was really rooting for these guys and that, I, I look at saying Campbell listen like you said you got to read the room the momentum take the points and I know and I'm glad you said it's about this analytical guys because I mean these numbers don't mean nothing that's not that's not football and Mike I'm glad you said the thing about Purdy as well come on he played well yesterday but he like you said he couldn't sign the shoes of a lot of those guys that was on that field yesterday but uh, like Campbell blew this one man I just feel bad you know he blew this one and I feel bad for golf as well alright thank you Scott well I agree and yeah. you know, I, I don't want people to think I'm killing Purdy I'm just saying he's not on the level of these other quarterbacks he doesn't well, he doesn't make the big mistake he came through in the second half when he had to but he is a system quarterback now Phil Sims said this yesterday in the New York Post in Serby's Q&A Name a quarterback that does well that doesn't have weapons. I agree. So I'm not taking his weapons and using it against him. But he does not have the same skill set as the great quarterbacks in the game. I'm sorry. He doesn't. He had Tommy John surgery last year, so his arm is not nearly what it was. And it wasn't that great anyway. Remember, he was the last pick in the draft for a reason. For a reason. Now, he's fallen into a perfect situation with a great coach, with great offensive schemes, all of that. And he's doing his part. But please don't compare him to Mahomes, Burrow, Josh Allen. He's not that guy. He's not that guy. But he's he seems to be developing into that guy. He clearly was missed in the championship game last year. He's now going to a Super Bowl. Maybe he will become that guy. But I don't think he'll ever reach the, the levels of the guys that you're talking about. But that also tells you the coach. He's got a great coach, Michael. 
boy, coaching still matters, right? So if you think coaching matters, don't you think Mahomes gets something from from who's coaching him? Yeah, absolutely. But you also have to have a certain level of greatness because it's the same guy coaching Mahomes that coached Donovan McNabb, and Donovan McNabb didn't win Super Bowls. So. Yeah, but but maybe he took Donovan McNabb as far as the the, the physical physical abilities can. And if we think the Super Bowl is going to go the way we all seem to, then we'll look and say maybe San Francisco is going to be that team that can always get there but not finish it off because the quarterback on the other side will always be better. That's but that might be an obstacle that stops them from ever winning the Super Bowl. Brian and Milburn, Brian. Uh, uh, first of all, Michael, you're talking about a quarterback who leads the, the franchise in passing yards with Steve Young and Joe Montana in it. Yeah. First of all, his arm got stronger. He can make every throw on the play. I'm a 49er fan. If he was trash, I'd keep it real with you. But you're, you're discrediting that man. Yo, that Dak Prescott couldn't do that last night or against Green Bay. You got to put some respect on this man, Michael K. You got to, man. There's no 17 points in the NFC Championship game, and you're going to see everybody tell me you don't see no spot. Yo, just like Don just said, a lot of people like you, you can't see it, you can't quantify it. He got that dog in him. So, so Brian, so every I think we agree as the dog. Every single one, every wait a minute, every single one of the other thirty-one teams in the NFL and the 49ers didn't see that dog in him until the last pick of the draft. So let's relax. He does not have the physical okay, skills of the other hold guy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If it was for you, uh, where was Joe Montana drafted at? Let's get there. Let's he was in the third round. This guy was Mr. Okay. Irrelevant. Joe, Joe Montana, hey, and he's in the Super Bowl. That's well, all that matters. That's all that matters. Well, how, Brian, how, let me ask you this, though. How, he had a great he had a great game. He had, remember, I texted you guys on that one pass he had. He scrambled and found the guy on the sideline. He had some great moments exactly. last night. But how great? Come do on, you, man, don't do but, that. But how great do you think he is relative to the group of of, of elite quarterbacks in this league? Did you really? You don't think he's okay, top hold on, ten? Hold on. No, 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 no. I'm not saying he's Josh Allen, Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying that. That's but all you I'm saying. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Uh, please. I, 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 no, my dude's calling him trash. I did not. I never, ever said the word trash. Brian, you make it up. I did did not say the word trash. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it that I used the word trash. Prove it that I used the word trash. Hold on, hold on. You said, I cannot see. After the Green Bay game, I'm a fan of yours. I'm not arguing with you. I love you. I love all y'all. I love you, Don. I love you, Don, for the uh, analytics thing you just said. Because that's true. This world is turning to some terminate to something. Everybody got to do everything by numbers. No feel to the game no more. That's the problem with the world. You're right, I Don. Know, Brian, I, I, love I never you. said he was trash. I said he's not Mahomes, he's not Burrow, and he's not Allen. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. He's not one of the greats. Now, he could be. Now, now here's, here's, here's Mahomes. When he was 24 years old, third year in the league, 4,031 yards, 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. Purdy threw for 4,200 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions in his second year at 24. So, Michael, if he's got the dog, which you all agree with, is it possible that in a few years he might elevate himself to that point? I no. agree. He's not there yet. I don't think he will because he doesn't have the physical talent of the other guys. He just doesn't. I'm not taking anything away from him. He can win the Super Bowl in two weeks. Well, didn't he have Tommy John after the injury last year? Yes, he did. So I, I guess the arm strength can come back. Yeah, he may not be those guys, but I, I, I could see. Can you see that maybe he can get to a point where he might, with those weapons and that coaching staff, throw for 5,000 yards and 40 touchdowns? 
It's possible. It's it's possible. I mean, in his second year, he threw 31 uh, touchdowns I'm, and 4,200 yards. I'm going to tell you something. Not everybody, will, his head will explode. I think that if you put Sam Darnold in that system from the beginning of the year, they'd be just as good as they are now. Ooh, interesting. And I, Sam I, Darnold has more physical talent than Brock I'm not, I don't know if I'm mad at that. I, I agree. Yeah, I, 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 I always thought that Sam, with the right coaching, now, he might be broken at this point, where where he couldn't do anything with him, but having him at the same time that he had Brock Purdy. Now let's it, remember everything. Also, the, the the power and the genius of Shanahan. He went to a Super Bowl with Garoppolo, who was benched by the Raiders for Aiden O'Donnell or whatever his last name is. So he went to the Super Bowl with that guy. Everybody looks at the warts of that guy. Now it's it's not right of me to look at the warts of Brock Purdy. Come on. Let's not go overboard here. And you never called him garbage, Michael. I, 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 I never, I, I would never call I, anybody I, garbage. I, I, I enjoyed the call, the spirit, the spunk of the caller. Yeah, sure. Um, the gumption. I hope he becomes a regular. He's he's been on a few times, but I don't think uh, you you would never say that, Michael. Not garbage. He said I said trash. I never said either trash. one. But I, I think I would you're never not say it about a human being. Garbage well, there are trash human beings that are trash, but I wouldn't say it on the air. No, you're above it. I'm not above it. I'm just. I wouldn't say it on the air. Because you're above it. That's right. And that's what we No, no, I'm, I'm strategic. Oh, I see. <laughs> hey, it's the final week of Superbox Bonanza sure 5. Not. I don't know if you've heard about that. Each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Be caller number... Hmm. What's Brock Purdy's number? 13? Yeah, it's 13, right? Yeah. Um... Be caller number 130 right no, now. No. What the hell was that at for? 888-987-ESPN. They didn't do anything wrong. Select a box for the big game with a, ch- oh. <laughs> with a chance to win $500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. It's all brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey Hold on, and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. What are you saying, Peter? Sorry. Uh, Anthony and I were just talking about how yes is no longer on delay, but you still like to make them go to a caller 130. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm making Anthony work a little bit? Uh, but it's No, it, that's not it. Bit. First of all, he works all day. Second of all, that's just stupid. He works harder than we do. That's for sure. Really? Yes. Yes. He got that dog in him. And on I this, did, on I, this show, yes. See, he's in at 11. What time are you in? I start Wednesday on the show at nine o'clock. Oh, that was funny, Don. That's a mic drop. You got to admit that. You got to admit a mic drop's a mic drop. Right. Now you're on the list. Look, look, he enjoyed himself. He really did. He does that a lot. Enjoys himself. Listeners, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com and use the code ESPN10. ESPN, the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. To Football Monday with the Michael K. Show, presented by Infinity and Slowman's. All right, so uh, a gentleman, very nice uh, message that he sent on X. Uh, Kendall Wiggins said... Michael, does Nestor have the same skill as Cole? Was he a number one draft pick? Sometimes you find your Matt Blake, and he found his Shanahan. You can't play like this for two years in the NFL and be pedestrian. Same like Nestor in the MLB. Well, that's kind of my point, Kendall. Nestor will never be Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole's on another level. Nestor could be an all-star. He could be very, very successful. He does not have the skill set of Garrett Cole. He doesn't throw like him. He's not consistent like him. He's not great like him. He's not going to the Hall of Fame like him. So if you want to compare Purdy to Nestor and say, look, he's found the right system, which I I said that he has, he's never going to be Patrick Mahomes. I'm just looking at skill set, running, and he he has elusiveness – Arm strength, and there's no even even before he had the time the injury, he didn't have a great arm. So I'm just saying, he he's the right quarterback for the right team. But I'm not putting him up there in the upper echelon. I'm just not. Now that said, I think I'd rather have him than Lamar Jackson in a big game until well, further mean, I, notice. No, I don't know about that. Mm, I, I, well, I'm entitled to my opinion. No, I get it, but I mean, I, mean, he, my, my, I don't know if I would rather. I mean. Is there enough of a sample size? He he hasn't played great in both of the games. They just squeak by. I know, but you know he's he was playing in a championship game last year that maybe they would have won had he played. Now he's going to a Super Bowl in his second year, and Lamar Jackson that was not a great performance yesterday in his own building against a team that totally could have been had. So I'm not going to ever question who's got the better skill set, who's going to win MVPs, 
But that it factor, that's something, and maybe it's the coaching. I don't know, although I don't think John Harbaugh is a bad coach by any stretch of the imagination. Now, that can change. Lamar Jackson could win three Super Bowls before it's all said and done. But right now... Yeah, very small sample size, but if I got if I if I need a game, Michael, it's hard to say that Lamar Jackson's going to be very high on the list at this particular moment. And our great caller from Milburn, right? He said that Purdy has more yards than Montana and Young. Are you putting him in the same breath as those guys? Well, the game is different now. It's getting much different than when they played. You actually can't play defense now. Yeah, that's why I'm a little hesitant to all of a sudden just anoint Patrick Mahomes as the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. He's certainly on the list, but he didn't have to play against defenses and rules that the Montanas and the Youngs and the Marinos and the Elways had to deal with. I mean, the game and the yards out there. Steve Young used to tell us every Monday, Michael, the yards are out there to get. So what used to be 4,000 yards is a big deal. Now guys are throwing for five, five, you know, five and a half now. So I wouldn't look at the stats. Now, I've heard, and we're going to check it out right now, R.J. Santillo, who's a big 49er fan, right, uh, used to be on this show and then unceremoniously left uh, to produce the morning show. He's done a right. great job there. I mean, imagine having to deal with Dave every day. Well, on Friday, I think R.J. enters the pantheon of the greats. Listen to what R.J. said on Friday when they were making their picks. I actually think this game could turn based on Dan Campbell's aggressiveness. He will go for a couple of fourth downs. Maybe he'll get one or two, but we'll give the Niners field position. And most importantly, the variable, Debo, yes, the sun will be in attendance. And that's in our favor. Debo's son's going to be there, and that, you think, makes all the difference. I think Debo's son probably will be there, but Debo and the son and his son. So they'll all be there. Great. Give me the Niners. He was right. The aggressiveness played against him. Wow. I mean, listen, I guess I guess if we were to think about it and really talk about it in detail, it's a totally logical thing to point out when looking at these two teams, but he nailed it. That is literally the difference in this game. I, I Maybe more. I'm trying to remember a game. I'm also trying to talk over the phone in Michael's house, but I, I remember a game. I can't remember a playoff game. You know what? Keep going. Is he getting up to yell at someone? I hope he is. It's 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 like a phone from a Walmart in 1987, right? It's, it's just a weird. You wouldn't expect that kind of a ring at a house, right? It's, you know, that's a great point by you. But do you remember a game? The last time a game of this import mm-hmm. had coaching decisions that were so impactful, where you went, "Oh my god, I cannot believe that he did that." You know, you make me laugh, Peter. Hmm. <laughs> you, you you could broadcast with humongous wrestlers sweating into your eyelids, yeah. but, but the, the, a phone in the background uh, threw you. I it knew, threw you. I knew what he was doing. Yeah, there. it wasn't. He was it, trying to embarrass. You. Yeah, no, it was to be funny. I obviously yeah, could have kept going. You can fight through it. But it's like it became so like <laughs> it became sort of a funny thing. I, yeah, I, I thought that at some point, maybe the twelfth ring, something would happen. Yeah, who sets their phone <laughs> to twelve rings? That's the thing. First of all, nobody has my my number. That number is just for an emergency. You have to get. You have to get a. a oh, I bet I know what it internet. was. I bet I know what it was. What was it? Nonsense. Yeah, it's some. It's, some, it's a telemarketer. Well, now it's yeah. off the hook. Oh, it is off the Wait, hook. Wait, now we. <laughs> I can't even now they'll never reach us. The phone that will not die. Well, I when I work at home, I just make sure that uh, I have the ringer off at the phone that's that's in the basement. Right. Well, you know what? I have changed studios, and I did not do that. Oh yeah. Yeah. What room is that now? 
it's it's another room in the house. <laughs> Anthony wants to. I want to give him credit for it. Since you abuse him, what floor are you on? I'm on the basement floor. You still on? Oh, you were on the first floor before. Yeah, his office was. Have you ever? You've been. To yeah, the yeah office, I've been right? to the estate. The, you know what? It became a pigsty because of the cameras and the wires. I said enough. Because you wanted your office back. Yeah, pretty much. So what are we going to do about the phone being off the hook? <laughs> it's at some point it'll just it's, die. It's, it's listen. This is such a flashback to like the landline. Wait, can you believe that tone exists? When was the last time you heard that tone? I don't know. Probably there the last time people, I made an emergency breakthrough. There are young people who have not, who have not ever heard that. They don't even know what that is. I don't like your tone. Well, I don't think people knew what I just said. Emergency. Emer- well, I don't know emergency breakthrough. Do you remember emergency breakthrough, Michael? Yeah, when you say you tell the operator I have to get through. Right. Yeah. You you guys re- lived in that. Yeah, I lived at the time. Like, oh, whoever I was, my friends on the phone, I would call the operator, emergency breakthrough. And then you'd record your name, and they'd say emergency breakthrough from Don, and then that person would hang up. They were just for emergencies, but we just wanted them to hang up. And then sometimes we'd be crude and say something like filthy in the recording. I wonder when they gave that up. Probably 89. But that's how old I am. Football Mondays on 9870 ESPN are brought to you by InfinityUSA.com. You got that Discover dog more. in them. <laughs> Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. You know, there's something that has really rankled me uh, over the last couple of days, and, and it concerns the football. And I'll get to it in a moment. But first, Peter is going to tell us about FanDuel. Well, I'll tell you one thing, guys. This show is quite literally off the hook today. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, placing some bets. Now, what do I like right now? Gosh, I got to tell you, I'm leaning Kansas City again. How do you not like Kansas City after what they've been doing game after game after game? So... If you want to bet that or something else or all of the many Super Bowl prop bets, you can all do it with FanDuel. All right? End your season with a W or two or three. Maybe you'll win big with Super Bowl 58. But FanDuel has so many different options. Join today and get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 and over and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued. As non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at Sportsbook.FanDuel.com. For help with the gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 4 Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.